Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a Walk in the Park podcast. This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun. The extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. Preview. In this episode, we talk about wine, wiretapping laws, Lean In 2018, George H.W. Bush's funeral, exercise, families and the picking of names, Trump's White House reality TV show, the baby it's cold outside song controversy, people who drive cars through windows, Tucker Carlson, and border walls. Good morning, Riss. Good morning, Babs. It's fine, fine, brisk day we have here. I mean, she's getting my gloves on. I do. Oh, okay. Well, but tell me how brisk it is for you. <laughs> this is gross. But you know how brisk it is outside when your dog poops and it comes up steaming. Oh, oh gross. That is totally gross. But I was going to say, I know how brisk it is from looking at the temperature on my weather app. Uh, and I forgot my gloves. Oh. That's okay. I'm tough. You are tough. It's all good though, but it is very cold out here, and I think it's mostly because it's we're out in the field, so it's even there's like no trees to block any wind. So basically, you're saying we're uh, morning, we're way out yonder. (laughs) My eyes are tearing. (laughs) Oh, I know my singing has that effect on people. So I had a I wine did. tasting last night. I know. So how'd that go? What was, was it about? It was excellent. It was mainly, mainly nostalgic for working in an office because the ladies Aww. and I hit it off and they were really nice. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we had a lot of fun. So, so this was, was a, like an it office was, holiday party? Kind of, yeah. It was a, ne- a women's networking group. Oh, okay. But this particular set of women, they were really funny. Good. So, yeah. And how did you get connected with them? Through the internet. They saw my website and they they hired me. That's awesome. That's exactly how business should work. Yes. So. So, uh, yeah, I do have to work on a new website, though. I've been, I start it and then I stop and then I start it because I don't like being frustrated. I like, I like Ugh. everything to work perfectly. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know, this shoe's bothering me for some reason. So, yes. So I have to, I would like a point and click service where you can book your own wine tasting. Yes. And then I just get the notification. So I just need to work on that. I hear ya. Did you pass out any good wine you can speak of? Yes, and a uh, Spanish wine called, uh, this is an odd name. And I, but I don't know Latin. So if this is 
that it means something, then tell me. All right, I'll try. If you think. You're mixing languages on me now here, Spanish and Satis Latin. Satis Dei. S-A-T-I-S-D-E-I. Well, D-E-I is God. That's what I thought. Hence the word deity. Right. Um, but Satis? Yes. S-A-T-I-S? Yes. Nope, doesn't bring anything to mind with my two years but of I, Latin and my six months of Spanish. But Satis means that, like... Outside of Latin, what does S A T I S? No, there's sadist, S A D I S T, which what, we are not. Yes, correct. That's what that's the first thought I had. Okay, anyway, that's we'll have to the look name. it up. Satis Dei. It is, I would think it would mean something good though, since it's with Dei. Yeah, okay. so yeah, we'll look it up. All right, so anyway, this is a line that is Spanish and. It is, I don't know, I forgot what the actual stats are, but, or the quantity, but it's like almost half Syrah. Okay. Not to be confused with Shiraz. Right. And half Grenache. So it was a very. I'm a little less familiar with that second one. Is there anything uh, you can share? Grenache is a really nice wine. Typically, see it more as a as a blending grape okay however you can you'll see it on its own and and is it a spanish grape uh you know i don't know what its history historical value is okay i would say yes it's probably a spanish grape i have to look that up all right fun wine facts in the morning (laughs) when you can't be drinking wine just talk about it just talk about it it's a great wine. It's less than $10. It is very um, juicy. It's a very, uh, when I say juicy, it's got, it's almost like velvety. It's like, it's almost like a meal. Oh. It's very, very good. It would taste excellent with steaks, anything grilled. And uh, yeah, it was, I think it was the highlight of the evening. Awesome. Will it be highlighted this Saturday or do you already have a different selection of wines? It will be out? in the selection on Saturday. Awesome. And I thought of you because you know the wine, I don't know if you remember it, but it's a, a one called Pontificus. Oh yeah. Okay, well they have a white version. Oh. And I think you might like it. But what it's, what is it? It's a blend oh, of three grapes okay. called um Vognier. Yes. Or Vignier. Or Viognier as I like to call it. <laughs> and Roussan and Marseille. I feel Rus- like I've never heard about those last two. Rosane and Marsan are very strong grapes, in particular Rusan, and that's why they are predominantly used as blending grapes. Okay. To try and add flavor to an- uh, another couple of grapes or whatever. But, gotcha. Um, that was really good. That yeah. was, I liked it. Okay. And it's it's more. I would think that for your palate, you would like it. Okay. You know, so I'll pick some up for you. Side note from our, I don't know which walk, maybe a couple walks ago. Uh, I looked at that label for that honeymoon voignier. Yes. And the ABV was 13.5%. Can you believe that? Yes. I told you I thought it was on the drier yes. side. I yeah. was surprised when I, when I saw that. And just we'll give our listeners a little reminder of how the ABV scale works. The alcohol by volume. The higher the alcohol content on 
um, a bottle or a beer or whatever, Other, specifically wine in this case, means that it's a drier wine as opposed to the other side of the spectrum, the lower the ABV or alcohol by volume, it means there's, it's uh, more sweet. All right, all and right, this all is right. Predominantly from how the grape is pressed um, or how long it's, it's, in some cases, how long it's left on the vine. When you have more sugar in, in the grape, that'll create the sweetness. And I do tend to be a sugar junkie, so so much is explained by this and why I oh. like sweeter, sweeter wines. How sweet it is to be loved by you. <laughs> it's too cold to sing. We should learn how to do harmony. I don't know how to do that. I think maybe Naomi could teach me, but... I don't know that it's something that is taught, but more or less practiced. Well, yes, but you have, you have to know to how to do it first. One person and then do the other section. You have to do the other section. Well, and you have to, like, sing in, like, a different key, right? Like, we could have sung those same words, but just in different keys. I Maybe? Think, yeah, I think it's the key. Okay. Or you sing in that key, and then... Oh, I don't know the musical term. I should know this, but I don't. Living with a musician, we should know this. Well, Naomi doesn't share any of her musical gifts with me, so <laughs> it's one of my, literally one of my saddest parenting experiences, I guess, Well, I is mean, that Naomi won't sing for me. I asked her if she would sing for me on either Christmas Eve or Christmas as my Christmas present. <laughs> and she she gave it a little thought. She paused and she said, I think she said, maybe. I don't think she said yes because I might have driven the car off the road. <laughs> but I think she said maybe. And then I went too far, Riss, <laughs> as I can do from time to time. And I said, and you have to let me record it. And she said, well, nope. <laughs> Like, well, you didn't have to tell her you were recording. Well, we'll be in Massachusetts, and I don't know what the recording laws are in Massachusetts. In well, Georgia, I mean, only one person has to know that the conversation is being recorded, and it's legal. Yeah, Of but course, it, she is my child. A, she is your child, and B, you're not sharing it. Oh, I would share it with the whole Facebook world. Oh! Of course I would share dude, it. That's just wrong. I wouldn't What? Know. How can you really know... If you're enjoying it, if you can't look at it on Facebook, Riss. <laughs> well. Uh, Which brings me to. You have to earn her trust. And that is not the way to do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my I God. think that ship may have sailed. <laughs> oh, no. But oh, no. I know. So, but uh, literally it is one of my. Oh. <sighs> Biggest. See, my son likes showing sad. off. So, yeah. See, enjoy that. Chris does not, which is kind of funny. <laughs> and I caught him playing one night, and I recorded him, and I stuck it up on the Facebook. And he goes, "Did you, did you just record that?" I'm like, "Yeah." And then I just shared it with Facebook. He's like, oh, "Take that down. Let me hear that." So I showed him. He goes, "Oh, that's actually pretty good. All right, you can keep it." <laughs> 
Yep. Wind. The Facebook. By the by, I will say that I was notified today that this is my 10 year anniversary of being on Facebook today. Oh. Yes, wow. I know. That's something. That is something. They made me a little video <laughs> and everything. And it was totally pathetic. I, they really are. They're I don't so know bad. Why picking, what's, what pictures are they picking? Well, first How of all, happen? they only picked three pictures. I'm like, put in a little effort. I've been here for 10 years. Right. This video should be longer. And I think the furthest back picture was from like 2015. Oh. I'm like, you're a lazy Facebook. And then they they let you edit it. I'm like, sure. Make me do my own work <laughs> on my anniversary that you spend more time with your little ad telling me how special it is to you. Right. That you could have been programming it to put up at least 10 pictures for the 10-year anniversary. Rat bastards. Rat bastards is right. <laughs> and it reminds me, so of course, as we know, Cheryl Sandberg is, what is she? Is she the, she's the something of Facebook. Is she the COO or the CEO? I can't remember what Mark his name Mark Zuckerman Mark Zuckerberg Mark Zuckerberg Zuckerberg okay um what his title is but anyway she's like his number two right okay I mean well you know who she is she wrote that book lean in okay you sound like you're not knowing what I'm saying nope what <laughs> okay first of all how are you actually on Facebook posting stuff and haven't ever heard of Cheryl Sandbook, Sandberg's book, Lean In. Um, probably because I just don't care. Okay. Well. Well, tell me why I should. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm not saying you should. I was just leading that as a segue <laughs> to, the, to the thing I really wanted to say. So first I'm going to say the thing I really want to say so I don't forget it. And then I'll explain it. So Michelle Obama is on her book tour. Yes. For her book, Becoming. Yes. Have which I read, read and enjoyed. Yeah. That's why you read it in like 10 minutes. I gobbled it up. And, uh. It's funny because now that she's in First Lady, she's just, you know, she's just letting it all fly, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, not monitoring her speech or whatever. And so I think she called Cheryl Sandberg's lean in book bullshit or shit <laughs> or a load of crap. I don't know. Anyway, it's, uh, yeah, so I thought that was entertaining. I never read lean in. Jonathan, my husband, who has actually gone on record as saying he doesn't read female authors. Can you can you actually believe that came out of his mouth? I think once? that's awesome. No. I think it's funny. It's not. It makes me chuckle. All right. Well, it's because you're not living it, Marissa. <laughs> it uh, but he chuckled. He read this book. And Charles Sandberg is a female. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's, I don't know, it's more like, you know, the, this millennium's, like, it takes a village or something. Right. So, it's about women, uh, like, helping each other, maybe? It came out so many years ago now that I 
forget the, I can't crystallize the premise for you, but it's basically like one of those women can't have it all if they just lean in. And all right, whatever that means. Well, it means career, marriage, right. family, work life balance, you know, that completely boring topic right. that just keeps getting regurgitated from all different angles over and over again. Yep. But Michelle was just saying how that doesn't really work. Now, obviously, <laughs> being married to the President Time, of the United 15 States. Minutes, 15 um, seconds. Distance, one mile. She pace, has a pretty 15 minutes, 49 seconds per mile. Perspective than we do, pace, but 15 minutes, once 50 seconds she had her per kids, mile. She, you know, her book talks about her different jobs and careers um, that she's had. Right. And with a husband, you know, in public office and running for public office, like she definitely had to, when she started having kids, she had to kind of curtail her career ambitions. Gotcha. And so she's like, basically she's saying, it's bullshit to make women feel like they can have it all at the same time. I think she means women. Yeah. Uh, Michelle does. I mean, right. I wouldn't want to put words in her mouth, but, and that's, I mean, I came to that realization on my own Yeah. a long time ago and I was okay with it because, I mean, all right, it took me a little bit right. to get okay with it, but then I just reframed my perspective, as you know, I like to do, <laughs> and I was like, well, you know what? Sure. If I look over the course of one day... Not every day is going to have work-life balance. Right. If I look over the course of the year, there might be some years where it feels a little unbalanced. Right. But if I look over the course of my life, if I can look back on my life, I hope that I'll be able to see that for at least a certain period of time, I did have it all, even if it wasn't all at the same time. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And, you know, part of it is, I think... Not wanting to make people, I guess in this case women in particular, feel badly about themselves if they're not leaning in or if they think they're trying to lean in and they're not succeeding. Right. So, anywho, yes, so that's my, that's my little book diversion oh, okay. for this walk. All right. I almost called you yesterday. I was dragging at the office, thinking, like, how am I going to keep working? Because, you know, I'm feeling a little unwell, and it gets worse yeah. as the day goes on. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, uh, and I was like, I bet I have to return library books. I have to I bet do that they're too. overdue. I know. I was like, I should call Riss and see. What, you don't get a notice? Uh, they send you a notice? Yeah, I, get an email. I just got my email this morning. Oh, okay. Saying well. they're due within the next couple of days. That huh. doesn't work for me. I need a date. I don't know. So I have to go. If they have, I don't tomorrow. I'm gonna go tomorrow. Okay. I'll have to check and see if they. Because I had to get a new library card since they, I hadn't used it in so long. I was purged from the system. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember. You could just what email address. It takes five minutes. Oh no, I did renew. Oh okay. Oh, you mean the book or the card? The no, card. obviously I renewed the card because I've been. Right. Checking out books since you 
inspired me to do so. Yeah, I'm gonna do that tomorrow probably after practice. On my round robin. The round robin. Oh, that God. great tennis activity. I have not done physical exercise since like Friday. Or Monday when we walked. We did not walk Monday. No, you're right, we didn't. We I came over to your house. Yeah. We recorded a review. There was no physical exercise involved. Ah, you're right. I walked Monday and Tuesday. That's correct. <laughs> you know, I just wasn't feeling well. You just always feel like you're with me. So, <laughs> if I walk, you walk. That's true. I walk for you, Riss. I walk for you, Babs. Oh, my goodness. And I like walking with you because you're on time. I have a hard time. <laughs> like, well, Within I a like few walk- minutes. I like, I, okay, so I like working out in the morning. Yep. Because then I get it over with. But if it's a random walk in the afternoon and I have time and you ask, I'll do it. Yep. But generally I like working out in the morning. So when someone says, hey, you want to go for a walk? And they ain't here. So I go, <laughs> what will happen to you? Just Where give me a text go? so I can start going or else yes. I'm going without you. Oh, yeah. I would not like that at all. That has happened to me. Huh. Did the person just forget? No. They were just running. They were like, oh, late. sorry. And they told me like, five o'clock that afternoon oh sorry and I come I'm like why did you tell me now <laughs> that is <laughs> yeah that's that's kind of rude or with like, our modern day technology it's easy to tell you someone you can't shoot someone a text right <clears throat> so anyway I'm over it although I am leery now of walking with this with person. that person yeah no I or would any be any people except me except you Maybe a handful of other people, but that's it. That's it. No more. <sighs> yeah, so yesterday I woke up and I thought I was all right, but uh-uh, man. I was like, uh-uh. calm down. And I was worried because I had a wine tasting yesterday. I know. Everything worked out and I... And it was just you? No business partner? or uh, No, um, he was there. Oh, okay. Yes. So you had a backup in case there was like yeah. an issue. But to be fair... I need to be around. Like, I don't... If it's a small group, like 10 people, then he's all right. Gotcha. But anything over that, he gets a little... It's too much. Gotcha. And I was happy because I had it catered, and they're like, please take some food. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and they had good food. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, I wasn't feeling well yesterday, or Monday. Remember I told you, like, I was supposed to go to this kind of year-end meeting slash... Oh, yeah. Dinner for this group I'm involved with. I don't even know if I should say too much, but... Um, well, the group is Europe Greater Atlanta. Okay. It's awesome. Everyone oh, yeah. should support it. But uh, anyway, we for the past few years, we've been having our this meeting slash office thing, dinner, whatever, at a business in Buckhead that one of our members works for and lets us use this nice conference room that has a nice like view of the skyline and so anyway I wasn't there and my friend called me and left me a voicemail message I guess it was last night I was like I just have to give you a few of the highlights (laughs) and one of them was so they had food catered from Maggiano's and they came in and they set it up and you know so there's like the heaters or the burners or yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. and at a certain point <laughs> oh, somebody 
looks over and they must have turned them up too high. Somebody looks over and yells fire. Oh no. And they had to get a fire extinguisher to put it out. Oh my gosh. And the person whose office space we were using yeah. wasn't even there at the time. Uh, <laughs> and wow. so they're like, so we're leaving basically and like having to like leave a note like sorry for burning down your conference room. Oh shit. I was like, yeah, we won't be asked back there. Oh wow. They were probably wondering, they're like, where is the lawyer? No. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm so sorry. Not my not my shtick. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, okay, well. There you go. Just a little yeah, food we did not frenzy. Have, that's well you know what though? That's interesting. Wait, when did that happen? Monday night. Monday night, yeah. Mercury must be in retrograde because well, we had... You know you know is. this because I've told you this. Yes, that's right. It, last day is Thursday. We had these big yeah. bottles, of, almost like magnums of champagne yesterday. Two of them. Wow. And we thought it'd be a nice opener. Okay. So he goes to open it. My business partner. Yep. And think freaking explodes. The oh, whole bottle or almost, just... Almost, because there was only, like, less than half left. But it came... The glass didn't explode. No, no, it, like, no. came just shooting out yeah, once you popped the cork. Yeah, just came shooting out. Yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So he looks at me and he goes, Marissa, did you hit a bump or something? He, whenever ah, he messes course. up, yes. he blames me. Yes. So I said, that's on you. I knew you were going to blame me, but you can't blame me this time. Because <laughs> I've, I've actually... Well, did, did he open it wrong? I mean... No. Oh. I think what happened was it wasn't chilled properly. Like sometimes that has to do that. That's what, why that happens. Oh, interesting. Um, now, when you say wasn't chilled properly, does it mean not enough or not too much? Enough. Not enough. Not enough. Huh? So like the bubbles didn't get properly kind of settled down. Correct. Interesting. So, yeah. So that was a little. That was funny. And then I said, you know what? Go to the men's room with the other one. And open it up over there. Oh. So he's like, okay. So he came back. He goes, same thing happened. Yep. So I'm like, well, I'm glad you were in the... Ba-. He's like, that cork hit the ceiling. Huh. I'm like, well, that's what happens. But I've opened them where they explode and, like, the top comes off. And I'm not even halfway getting the wire off. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's... And then he blames me like I did something wrong. Like, I didn't open it up. I'm like, I know how to open up a bottle of champagne and not well, lose a drop. Thank you Or you much. hit a bump, wrist. You got I the champagne all bubbly and excited. Rat bastards. Yeah. So, yeah. That was, that was one of the highlights of the evening. But then it was okay. Huh. Oh. Yeah. And... Yesterday, well, today I guess the government is shut down because of George H.W. Bush's. I did hear it was a national yeah. day of mourning. I guess yeah. he's lying in state and yes, capital. Yes. So. So you will not be getting your mail today. Ah, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> I um, guess they do this for every president. I don't remember, but I don't. Well, who was the last president to die? Was it Reagan or was it Ford? Was Ford? Dead? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just now Obama, Clinton, George H O W. Yeah. And I think 
Yes, and Trump. Those are the only four presidents alive right now. Interesting. And those other three don't like Trump. Oh, yeah, no. Something flashed across my screen about, like, the funeral, upcoming funeral. And they're like the uneasy president's club. But I didn't take a closer look at it. You know, I wish H.W. had taken a page out of McCain's book and said Trump wasn't welcome at his funeral. Yeah. Well, he flat out said before he passed away he doesn't like him. I know. But, you know, if you really want to drive a something into that point, you'd make sure he can't come to your funeral. Yeah. Oh, I'm starting to get hungry now. Me too. Maybe we should bring a snack bag on our walks. Yeah. Tell me, what uh, what is your breakfast comprised of? Uh, oftentimes nothing. Oh, no. I know. It depends. If I'm home and can have a little time, then I'll scramble up some eggs and sausage because I'm supposed to uh, try to eat more protein right. and fewer carbs. Gotcha. Um, if I'm on the go, then sometimes I will blend up a shake using my shake powders, I guess you'd call them. Right. And yeah, but I have pretty much stayed away from more typical carb heavy breakfasts like yeah. cereal or toast or how about you, Riss? I've been eating Zone Perfect Bars. Oh, okay. I can get like two big things of them over at Costco for like okay. 12 bucks, which is really good. They're normally like two bucks each. Well, so, and how do you feel? Because I feel like a lot of these bars are, they're not that tasty. No, this is. Is it? Yep. I'm very picky. Huh. I like to keep them around. They're pretty good. I just don't like... I don't particularly like these bars for the main reason they're all processed. But... Well, they'd have to be, right? I mean... Right. So... I mean... uh, But they could still have all healthy ingredients in them, right? That's true. That's true. Yeah, I've tried different ones that are supposed to be healthy for you, like some paleo ones. Right. I do not like them. Do not! Do not! Um, but I do have to do that again, another never ending boring topic, especially around this time of year is, uh, you know, fitness goals for the next year. Oh yeah. And I would still like to lose some weight, some more weight. And so I feel like I have to figure out something else to do. Right. Um, maybe after the first of the year I can buckle down and calorie count again for a little while. Maybe. Yeah, I think you're going to have to start to introduce some weightlifting. Okay. Not heavy weightlifting or anything like that, but you may have to start doing push-ups and sit-ups and things like that. Earlier this year, I did try to incorporate a little bit of that. Yeah, because um, we were doing it together. Yeah, but that's, well, I definitely could make that a goal. It's a little harder for me. I'd have to find out what the heck I did with my wrist and ankle weights 
Yeah. Like I could wear them on our walks. Yeah. Um, but I'm probably somebody who I'm better off if I can find a class to go to. Shape right over here is good. What's it called? I think it's called Shape Fitness. Okay. It's inexpensive, but apparently it's pretty good. Time, 31 minutes. And how do you know minutes, this? Personal experience second, or secondhand uh, distance, information? Distance, two miles. Pace, 15 minutes, 43 okay. seconds per mile. Split, oh. pace, 15 minutes, 37 seconds okay. per mile. I've reached that point where my face is cold, but my body is hot. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just, I don't like the wind. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. But it's not particularly windy out. Well, it's just, there's, you know, it's cold. We're walking. We're creating our own wind because we are so, so fast. Yeah. Um, so, I get it. But, yes, okay, so shape. I just hate doing memberships because oh, right. then they suck you in. And if a place had, like, a drop-in pass where you could... Well, buy mean, like a punch card or something I would do that but I don't want to sign up for anything where then I have to you, you know always go on um heck was that <laughs> that bird that bird <laughs> <laughs> see I like he's confused he should be at the beach oh maybe he's lost his family oh um I think that what you can do and this is what I do I just look on Pinterest and I pulled together my own workouts. Yeah, but you're motivated to do that. Oh. I am not. Uh, you know, if you want to sync schedules so that I can come over to you or you can come over to me and we can do it together. Oh, that you know, would be fun. Then I could do that. That would be a podcast in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah. So. I do need to get back into being motivated. But yeah, so what are some things, what could we think about, like, as motivation? What What are good traditional motivators for you? Do you have any go-tos? Clothes. Clothes, okay. My clothes don't fit properly, I get pissed. All right. I have one particular pair of jeans that I know don't fit me right now, and I'm pissed because I like them. Okay, perfect. I was going to say, you might need to narrow that down. But yeah, so that pair of jeans. Bathing suits. Okay. And we do a have a trip care coming up winter. next summer. So we can motivate ourselves for that. Are we you talking have... about our joint trip? Yes. Oh, okay. That's true. Although... Which we have to find out who's involved in, in setting that up this year. Whose turn it is. <sighs> yeah, that's an offline topic. I'll oh, give yeah, you yeah, the yeah. update there. Oh, there's an update. Nice. <laughs> okay. um, anywho... Oh, I can't wait to go and talk on the beach. Talk on the beach. You're so funny. <laughs> and sing. And sing on the beach. Yeah, singing on the beach. But anyway, okay, clothing is a motivator for you. You want to get back into this pair of jeans. Yeah. And so... And I saw myself in a bathing suit in Aruba and it was unkind. Oh. Unkind. I think you're probably being unkind to yourself no. with that statement. No. <laughs> okay. Alrighty then. Plus health. I always, I'm always just, you know, I'm getting, I'm, I'm not 25 anymore. Gotta worry about everything I eat. 
All right, wait, but we're focused on motivators. That so is motivators. A motivator. My health is. I know, but right, health. But let's put it in a positive light. Not, not worry. Right. Being the healthiest version of yourself is a is a desirable goal for you. Right. So, and exercise is obviously a part of that. But, hmm. Okay. What are your motivators? I, you know, they're always very vague. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> well. Actually, all right, that could be a completely inaccurate statement. They're usually non-existent. Right. When they exist, um, you know, so this past year, hiking in the Swiss Alps was my motivation. So, really, for me, it's probably travel that involves some type of physical exertion. So, if I could... So, you need to set up a new... Yes. Gotcha. I need a new trip. I don't really care. Like, if I had an article of clothing I wanted to fit into, that specific clothing could be. I can see how that could be a motivating factor for me, but I don't have any clothes I like that much. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Right. And also, you know, I've gotten rid of a lot of stuff over the years that didn't fit me right. anymore. Um, so... And I don't care anymore how I look in a bathing suit. I had my glory days, and I just relive them in my mind when I need to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, 10 years ago I was hot. <laughs> I remember that. And somewhere I have photographs to prove it. Um, You're still hot, Babs. Ah, that's sweet of you to say, but uh, it's not on my radar of things to accomplish anymore. Gotcha. So, yeah, so I would need another international travel trip, and then that would keep me on task, I think. Gotcha. Um, But as I've... You worked hard. You got this far. I did. I got this far. I'm proud of myself. Um, You know, I have to avoid, like, freaking out if there's, like, a tiny backslide like around the holidays right and so you know I'm one of those people I should step on the scale every week yep but I don't feel like sometimes now I don't want to and I guess I feel like I'm hoping that as long as I'm exercising every day that I don't have to be completely worried about the spiral because I think I've told you I don't know if I've mentioned in the past but I could put 20 pounds on without blinking and without realizing it happened. Like, gotcha. There's something about the way that I put on weight that my uh, my clothes will still fit me. Right. And I actually am not a person who totally notices when they start getting tighter. Right. Like my best friend from college who is stick thin um, she can like seriously feel like if she puts on a pound and then she just cuts dessert out and she's fine right I'm like yep that's not how my genetics stack up so I will be interested when I I sent in my 23andMe kit like I don't know a week or so ago right so I'm waiting to how long does it take to get that back you know it takes a while I don't think they told me like roughly like four four to six weeks maybe six to eight weeks it depends on how backlogged they are. Right. 
Um, well, I don't know. Be. Although you already sent it in, so you're good. I sent it in. Um, and this one has like a, I ordered the extra fancy one, so it's like Ancestry plus health. So. Mm -hmm. Ancestry.com right now is on sale. Yeah. So I was thinking of buying the kit for my mom. Yeah. I think we've talked about this because, you know, I've yeah. done mine, so. Right. And I just keep getting updates where I get less and less Italian <laughs> and more and more <laughs> French. I'm so disappointed that I know I won't have another family member willing to do it to just see. Oh, right. Although, one of my friends recently, she's like, yeah, I think I'm going to do it under a fake name. I was like, hmm. I'm like, well, be careful what you make up because they may put you in somebody's tree. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe you can say you don't want to be right. included. Like I had this, a couple of people reach out to me. This was months ago and I never checked this, you know, ancestry inbox or whatever. Right. But it was interesting because this one woman was like, hey, you know. I'm wondering if we've met at a family thing. She's like, my grandpa Dan, known as Bud, Uncle Bud, uh, his sister was Fern. And so, you know, I think we're related, maybe. <laughs> um, and so I did have an Uncle Bud, who we called Uncle Bud. I, well, he was called Uncle Bud. I honestly can't even remember if I ever met him. Like, maybe he died before I was born type thing. But his name was Thomas, not Dan. Oh. And he didn't have any kids. And so... Wait, maybe I'm telling the relationship wrong. Because for some, <laughs> some reason I was like... Wait, he didn't have it. Yeah. Well, anyway, I don't know. I guess I was wrong. I'm like, wait, somehow the fact that he didn't have children, but she would have just been a cousin... If they were brothers. Oh, but no, maybe she said her grandpa Dan was Uncle Bud's son. And I was like, well, he didn't have any kids. I'm like, but how odd. Because I didn't think of Fern as that common of a name. Back, you know. Right. I mean, my grandmother was born in 1915. I still just didn't think of. I love some of the names from back then. Like Gertrude. <laughs> And I told you, I don't like any name that has the word rude in it. <laughs> well, that was Chris's grandmother's name, and I just love how everybody called her Gert. Gert. Gertie. <laughs> um, Bertha is another <laughs> one. Um, trying to th I mean, some of the names... Well, my kids' names, Naomi and Vivian, are old school. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're coming back around, but I mean, Naomi is a biblical name, Naomi and yes. Ruth. Yes. And Vivian was much more popular, you know hundred plus years ago. Right. And I did that intentionally as well. I, If there was a name in the top 100 when my kids were born, it was out of the running. <laughs> I didn't yeah. want yeah, my kids know, to have a popular name. That's funny because that's kind of how we were named. I mean, I was named after a friend of my father's. Okay. Um, she's actually, she's now a clothing designer, but back in the day she was a model and my father was a photographer. Oh. He, really, he and my mom knew her and really liked her name. Oh, that's so interesting. I didn't know your dad was a photographer. Yes. Wow. I one too. And then, um, I don't know how Meredith 
was named. They'll have to ask her. That Maybe they gonna... wanted the alliteration. Well, well Marissa, I... Meredith. Yes. Eminem. We'll ask Meredith when we ask her to be, do our podcast with us. Please explain the origin of your name. Yes. Um, did anyone ever call her Mary? Uh, some of our friends have called her Mary. Um, um, but mostly everybody calls her Meredith. Yeah, I don't like names. Or that, Mare. That are shortened. No, I had a English teacher back in high school that overheard. She was very, um. Although she, I call you Riss and you call me Babs. Right. If you can shorten it in a cool way. If you do it that way, yes, and it's okay. But this English teacher was very proper. She was funny as hell, but she was very proper. I think she was British. <laughs> and she overheard somebody say, hey, Riss, you got a pencil. And I was like, yeah, hold on. And she said, she stopped class and she goes, excuse me, what did you call her? And the person was like, Riss. And she's like she wasn't offended by the interruption, she was. In, in, she was appalled by appalled the shortening of your name. By the shortening of my name, that's exactly what she said. Oh my gosh! Marissa is a beautiful name, and I'm surprised that you will allow people to call you Riss. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, it's okay. It took me a little while to get on board with it as well, actually, because. Uh, That's the way I felt about your name. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. But you... I thought people were joking. I'm like, why? That's so mean. Why are you calling her a name that she might not appreciate? Oh, my God. <laughs> now you've come to realize the awesomeness of Babs. <laughs> yes. Yes. But... But I well, was defending you back then. All right. I didn't even know you. Well, see, so I knew you as Marissa and right. was introduced to you as Marissa. And then I feel like Riss here in Georgia really came up as a tennis name. I feel like people in the tennis community, no, that's been for since, me, yeah. no, 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 I understand oh, now right, that right. people have called you your whole life, and so you maybe even introduced the nickname to people by yourself. Right. Whereas, so I, so it took me a long time, actually, to call you Riss. Um, you may not have noticed that, but because Marissa is your name, and so you answer to it, but Everybody else in our group was calling you Riss. Right. And I was still calling you Marissa. Um, whereas anybody here in my personal life was introduced to me as Babs. Or, yeah, it was... Right. Yeah, they knew me only knew as Babs. You. Right, right. I've told you the story, right, of a... Like, your husband calls you by your full name, and every time he does, when I'm in front jolting. of you... It's like... I've tried Ooh. to tell oh. him. Yes, I've tried to tell him when you're... Speaking to my friends, you have to call me Babs. It's too much for him. That's the whole well, side story Barbara, of how. And I'm like, not <laughs> you, but who's Barbara? <laughs> I know. I picked Babs back up when it was a high school thing, and then I picked it back up after Neil was born, in lieu of changing my name <laughs> legally from Barbara. That's a process. Which would have been awkward because I too was named after somebody right. less glamorous than a model. <laughs> AKA my mom's high school guidance counselor. Um, <laughs> yep. Sometimes I say, as my mom, as the person who gave my mom her IQ test, 
<laughs> my mom, I don't know if this is accurate, but she apparently had to take it. She did so poorly on the SAT. Like, she's like, I think I got points for putting, filling in the bubbles for my name or whatever. <laughs> However, they did it back then. Uh, and so the high school Time, guidance counselor minutes, helped her seconds, get into distance, college with an IQ test. Miles, pace, they were like, you aren't getting in minutes, 46 on seconds per mile, split pace, uh, 50 your minutes, 50 standardized test scores. Per mile. So I, and this woman is still alive, and growing up we referred to her as Aunt Barbara, so if I'd legally changed my name, that probably would have been a slap in many faces. But... Yeah, my funny Barbara story is mutual friend of ours in the neighborhood bumps into my husband on the sidewalk in front of my house. They're chatting. And she said it seriously took her a full two to three minutes to realize that when he said Barbara, he was talking about me. <laughs> and that just made me laugh because I'm like, you're talking to my husband in front of my house. Right. And But that's like right. the disconnect. Uh, we did it. We're awesome. Yeah. Now I need some food, though. Food. And on, a, and on to, to... To wrap it down, wind it down, it, wrap it up. Wind it down, but also connecting to the whole school guidance thing. Yes. My son has officially been recommended for AP Biology. Cool. I don't know for what that... For next was, year? For next year. Cool. I don't know what that means exactly, but I think it's cool. You should do it. I did AP Bio. I'm surprised it's a freshman class, though. So, I took it as a senior. I mean, I took, I took honors right. biology as a as a freshman and then I didn't want to take physics so I did another year of biology and cool he's like, he's like I love it I don't yeah. care he's like I'm not even worried I'm, yeah. I'm like psyched hey totally give it a try why not and I guess now AP classes they do they want you to be able to get more in so I right. think they start offering them just all four years right. now yeah that's awesome yeah there you go already ninth grade in the works yeah, I know I can't even, I can't even. All right. All right. Well, well, everybody, thank you for listening. Join we'll us back. next time. I know. We'll be back with our review. I'm so happy for us, though. You know what? Why? We did not even talk politics once. Uh, yeah, we did. We talked about HW. That's not politics. That's just and in Trump passing. And the President's Club. Okay. I know. I kept it off today's podcast because something did happen yesterday. Oh. That we could have talked about. Okay. But that's all right. It made me sad. Oh, no. We just won't talk about it right okay. yet. Okay. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye. <laughs> and it's another fun, fun day in the ATL, Riss. Yes. I love it. <laughs> you know what? This would be a spectacular day if really I was just going home to go to sleep. And that is true. And drink cocoa and do nothing. That is true. I guess I can't do that either, but just a I, I applaud I applaud the thought. <laughs> do you have to work today, later? I'll have to get some work nice. done. I'll probably work from home. There's just, I don't think there's any real point to me schlepping down to my office to schlep back. And I don't know, Vivian, I should probably offer to drive her to gymnastics this afternoon. She's on this alternate or shortened schedule because it's a meet weekend. How does work, it, does working in the office, do you get more stuff done or more yes. stuff done at home? No, I get more stuff done at my office, which is a good segue to clarify something that we were discussing on this walk. Mm-hmm. 
which was embarrassing for me. Because <laughs> we were talking about um, George H.W. Bush's funeral. Mm-hmm. And that caused us to talk about, we were trying to remember which presidents, past presidents, were still alive. Right. And we were struggling. And just for the record, the past presidents that are alive as of Friday, December 14th, 2018, are Carter, Clinton, George W. Bush, and Obama. Carter. Yes. That was the one we forgot. That was the one we forgot. And my office is literally the Roswell White House, Mm -hmm. owned by Jimmy Carter's aunt. I have pictures of Jimmy Carter in my office. I'm like... How could it be Carter that I forgot? Yeah, I don't know. That's just, that goes to show you some mental degradation. Yes, we were talking about George H.W. Bush's funeral, and there was, you know, like, oh, it's going to be a pretty uneasy President's Club, because (laughs) nobody likes Trump. (laughs) Doesn't matter whether you're a past Republican president or a past Democratic president. Democrat president. Democratic, Republican, Democrat. Anyway, none of them like him. And I saw this article, and I went outside. I think I went to the BBC, because sometimes I like to see what the rest of the world yes, thinks of us. I always go to the BBC. And so there was this th- th- this article that was tight is titled, Uneasy President's Club to Convene at Bush Funeral. And it's funny because it gives this picture, and in this picture are George and Laura Bush, Bill and Hillary Clinton, Michelle and Barack Obama, Melania Trump, President H. George H.W. Bush. No Donald Trump in the picture. Correct. Hilarious. But he was coming back from somewhere. That I do know. No, no, no. But this picture was taken when they put, used a picture when George H.W. Oh, Bush yeah, was alive. No, yes, yes, yes. So right. rather than like putting him in the picture, it's like Trump wasn't in this picture. Was he even there? But um, during this picture, but let's see, it says, this article says, the president's club by nature is complicated by past rivalries and future legacies, yet regardless of party, the members, so far all men, are bound by their singular experience of serving in the Oval Office. It's impossible to know at this stage of his presidency what Trump's ultimate role in the club will be, but he Mm -hmm. enters the group carrying a long record of dismissive, vitriolic criticism extending well beyond partisan politics. Yup. That's right. Okay. I don't know. I wasn't prepared to talk about politics right now. Well, sorry. But (laughs) because this is actually part of my... This is my surprise risk. Oh, boy. Yep, that's right. There's paperwork involved. There's paperwork involved. All right. Lay it on me. I know. So at the end of our walk... Wait. Wrong. Wrong paperwork. At the end it's, this of our is for walk, every, so everybody knows, there's actually a folder now for all the paperwork. Yeah, I think we introduced the folder before, we but did? I'll put a picture of it up on the website. No problema. Okay. Yeah, I'm using my Thank llama you. llama folder. No problema. Yes. <laughs> no problema. But yeah, so at the end of our walk, you said, and I quote, no, I don't quote, but you did say this. Riss said she was so proud of us for not talking politics. My follow-up is, why did you say this? This whole podcast started because we would walk, you and I would walk and talk politics on our walk. Yeah. It was sad for me to hear that. (laughs) Well, I don't want it to be the only thing we talk about all the time. I mean, we have lots of other things we can talk about. We do. And I think we do talk about a lot of other things. Like like religion. (laughs) 
wine. And wine. And sometimes food. And sometimes food. Oh, I do have to bring up a food category at the right now. Right now? Because right I'm on my second. politics okay. bent. All right. We'll can, talk you, about can, it. You, can you make it related hold... to politics? No. No? No. All right. Well, then for, for, for intellectual continuity and ease of listening... Let's Let me go just to politics. let's go to politics. All right. Turning to politics, Riss's favorite subject. <laughs> no, this is a good one though. This, oh. I'm I'm about to perhaps well, blow it can't people's suck. minds. It can't suck. It's well, got we to be don't good. suck. So, or else I'm not listening suck. to it. <laughs> my God, you're literally driving in a car. You are my prisoner. <laughs> I don't know how you can turn your ears off. Oh, you obviously did not see the eject button. <laughs> Well, you do have that sunroof, so maybe I should be careful. No, okay, so this is the, so anyway, the whole politics thing, but yes, so you and I actually were talking politics a little bit the other day, not on a walk. It had to do with the whole um, televised Trump, Pelosi, Schumer meeting in the White House. Oh, that was wild. So, would you like to kind of, before I launch into anything, would you like to share your thoughts or impressions or well I didn't get to watch the whole thing because it was just um, I'll just give you the highlight it was a political shitstorm and it was just the awkwardness of it <laughs> that's the only way I can I can put it to you because you've got you've got it, it going I'll say from right to left you have Schumer Trump Mike Pence and Pelosi. Yes. And so Mike Pence, I don't, like I said, I didn't watch the whole thing, uh-huh. so I don't know in particular, but he, it was like laser eyes at Pelosi the whole time. <laughs> I think he has far more respect for Schumer than he does with, for Pelosi, but, and that, that's, that, that's where I'll go with that. And then it was like every time Pelosi or Schumer would say something, it was like Trump would interrupt and just shoot it down and and give his opinion of how things should go and they're trying to explain to him how the law works and then I said you know what I can't even really watch this because it's embarrassing <laughs> it's embarrassing because it's I don't know that that was the Oval Office but it's somewhere yeah, in, no, it was was the Oval it, Office okay so it's got to be on the other side yes, not where the desk the op- is yeah, the, the office, sitting area yes. the sitting area and I'm thinking wow they're in the Oval Office. This is not behind closed doors. This is on TV. Which, so I was like, oh, so we finally have the Trump um, White House reality television show, which Ooh. I really thought was his goal in running for the presidency was he was like, I could do a reality television show from the White House. That's what I thought. And I'm like, well, here you go. This is the launch. Yes, um, that's exactly when you said it. I thought, <laughs> yes, that's it. Well, here's where I'm about to blow your mind, perhaps. Oh, okay. So I watched the video. All right. And I watched uh, probably like 10 minutes of it or something, maybe. Um, you know, it's basically, it's the same video on across a wide range of news outlets. Oh, and Some let, of them, me, let me point out, I love reality TV. The fact that I had to shut it off makes me nuts, but go on. Sorry. That's okay. So you were watching the video. Yes. And so, you know, some, like one place I went, they only had kind of like two and a half minutes of it, but you know, I went somewhere else and they had like 10, 17 minutes of it or whatever. And this is what I'm going to say. 
this is my impression of watching it. I actually do not think that Trump behaved that badly during it. Hmm. And I think these claims of this extraordinary, because the word extraordinary is getting used a lot here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are a bit exaggerated. So what I watched, Trump maybe interrupted Pelosi kind of once. That is I what I saw. What I saw, yeah. So he didn't interrupt. He actually offered them, like, he was speaking, and he's like, Nancy, would you like to say something? Or, Chuck, would you like to say something? I can't remember if he... I'm going to have to go back and watch the whole thing now. Yeah, so it was fascinating to me. Now, listen, so I just am, like, I don't actually, from that perspective, I don't think it was that bad. I think Trump was actually trying to behave himself. I think he must have taken some coaching from people who said you have you've got to be polite, like or right. civil. Right. Um, so I actually felt he was civil. Now he was dis- They were disagreeing about what they were saying. Like yes. he's saying, "I have the votes, Nancy." He says stuff like, you know, he says his normal kind of hyped up stuff, which is just like, "I could have the votes in a second. Right. Um, but. <laughs> yeah. What just really, I don't know. I just, I was like, wow, this is not actually as awful as I thought it would be. Now, I totally agree with you that it definitely felt very awkward. And also, there definitely was some tension about, like, how things should properly work in the legislature. Yes. But what Trump was saying wasn't necessarily wrong um, in what I'm about to say. Because his point was, Nancy, I don't have the votes in the Senate, so I'm not going to waste my time in the House. Yes. So that's actually, to me, somebody speaking not like a politician. And Nancy's trying to explain to him kind of, well, the process is, if that were your... If that is how you think everything should work, then we're not going to get a whole lot done. Because you often start things either in the House or Senate not thinking you have the votes in the other end. But you have to get it started to be able to work on it and make it progress. Correct. So, but him saying that, I'm like, well, I mean, maybe that's not the most productive point of view, but it's not completely invalid. I mean, he's like, listen, I don't have the votes in the Senate, so I'm. why would I want to spend time here? Right. I'm like, All, alrighty then. Like, so, and, I mean, I do think there was the one part where Pelosi said, because Trump made a comment, and he said something like, I, you know, Speaker Pelosi isn't really in a position to talk freely right now, something like that. He's like, and I appreciate that. And she kind of slapped his hand, so to speak, where she's like, don't say stuff about what power I have to do things or not. And that's what people are like, Ooh, she shut him down. And I just think, I actually do think it was important that she said that, but I'm not sure that he meant buy it what she read into it. Right. If that makes sense. She's always getting picked on and 
she's she's also very outspoken and long-winded and I have no problem with that she speaks that's I think people who are long-winded are very valuable members of society <laughs> but um yeah I mean yeah I'm gonna have to go back and watch the whole thing because I caught it in the middle of uh, yeah a little bit of a brouhaha and I was like I can't well this is yeah go back and watch the whole thing and this is what I'm gonna say I think that I think that Trump was able to disarm both Nancy and Chuck a little bit. Chuck barely said anything in what I, the 10 minutes I saw, first of all. Mike Pence said not a word. People not were, a word. People were joking that, like, he could be the guy in Weekend at Bernie's. Um, so. Yeah, some people were like, oh, he's got laser eyes. I know, the laser eyes. I don't know. I he didn't frankly see that at just, all, really, Well, he was, was just, uh, he looked catatonic almost. I yeah. mean, like, he was just staring, but. Just I, waiting for something. You know, both. I don't know if it was Nancy and Chuck both said it, but it was, like, kind of weird. Like, I don't know if they had a script that they thought of things that they were going to have to say. Because Nancy said at some point, she's like, you know, we came here in good faith to discuss blah, blah, blah. And we didn't come here to be treated this way. Those weren't her exact words. But I was like, um, I think you're overreacting here, Nancy. Yeah, because she's looking to screw him every which way. She's not. She's, well, ne- she's never come out and said she was a big fan. Oh, God, I'm sure she isn't. But it was more just, I think they were expecting him to behave a certain way. Right. And I don't think he actually behaved as badly as people were perhaps expecting him to. I mean, he's a loud man by nature anyway, so it's hard to tell when he's just speaking or when he's raising his voice, I'll say. Um, But, yeah, so that's, I mean... I guess maybe I didn't deliver this in a mind-blowing enough way, but I'm actually saying Trump wasn't as bad as I oh, thought. Oh, no, I'm, my mind is blown. Okay, all right, just checking. But it's I hard. really wanted you to get your full thought out. That's uh, why I didn't interrupt. Oh, uh, well, you know, my full thought could just be continuous, so sometimes <laughs> you just have to interrupt. But um, No, my mind is blown. So, I, Well, I just also wanted, in Mark case people day. listening to this podcast don't, think I'm capable of being open-minded. Oh, you are. I am. I Jeez, know you just because I have like, you know, strong opinions or preferences doesn't mean I'm not. Well, and therein lies the problem with society right now is the whole opinion thing. You're it's almost like you're not allowed to have an opinion anymore and <clears throat> and then the haters come out. It is hard to have like a kind of a controversial opinion, like which I, I don't know. Like my opinion is guacamole is better than salsa sometimes that's a good opinion opinion. that's a valued a a very valid opinion it's not a controversial opinion but i don't know i do it is so interesting i mean one thing and we didn't talk about that on swalk but it seems to keep coming up and then we really need to go back to politics but let's switch to music for a minute oh which this is kind of like opinion also but (laughs) in the current climate in which we live the the popular Christmas tune, Baby oh It's Cold Outside, <laughs> has gotten, is, is being reevaluated, reexamined. People are on both sides of the issue. The people who don't think it's a big deal are, you know, circulating mocking memes. Like, I think you shared this one. It's like, I'm eating, I'm wrapping something in romaine lettuce and listening to Baby It's Cold Outside. Uh-huh. Like, I like to live on the edge. Right. 
or whatever. So, um, yeah, maybe it's cold outside. And that's a catchy tune. I've sung it my whole Me life. Too. I don't really analyze Christmas songs all that much. But this year, my 15-year-old daughter, she does not want to listen to it. Okay. And so whenever it comes up, we change it. Okay. Um, and so, obviously, my 15-year-old daughter is a different generation than I am. But I do think it's interesting. She's like, Mom, it's basically a story about some man trying to get some woman drunk and not let her leave the party. I'm like... And then I listen to it. I'm like, hmm, that's actually a valid interpretation yes. of the song. <laughs> and so, you know, some people, they're like, oh, why does everything have to be a thing? And so they don't want people to have opinions about this song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Right. Um, or certainly not opinions that are more intellectual. Like some people just might not like the song because they don't like the tune. Right. But yeah, so I just thought that's an example of people are like, I can't have an opinion now. It's like, yeah, I, you know, you can have an opinion, but just be open to the fact that your opinion isn't the only one. And don't dismiss somebody else's opinion just because it doesn't match up with yours. Like, think about it. Like, so if you hadn't thought about it in that way before, as I had not before my daughter shared it with me, you know, would you be open? I was open to hearing that. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we don't have to listen to that song anymore. Because to me, I'm like, well, but, it's but just when, a song. It's more important to me that the person who feels there's a message attached to it doesn't feel unsafe or not valued. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I always, I don't, I just, I don't think that deeply on certain things because. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. There are far more, there are far more other movies and, and books and other songs that are far more dis- descriptive. Right. And that's your opinion though. So but you that, see no, what that's saying? actually a fact. Well, okay. All right. It's a fact, but the, your, it's your opinion that those are more important or more worthy of spending time. If you're going to spend time on it. Spend no, time on those. Far worse. Yes. Yes, but you're well. So I'm putting it back into the yes. context of what we're yes. talking about, which is like you're like, listen, if you're gonna not listen to songs because of X, Y, Z, there's far worse songs than this one, and so in your maybe opinion isn't the right word to use here, but from your perspective, it's like if I'm gonna waste time doing that on songs, I'm gonna pick some other song, and that's fine because that's your. <laughs> perspective but if you want people to be open to your perspective then you have to understand that somebody else has this perspective sure on something else and it's not necessarily stupid or worthless just because it's not important to you right so i guess that and then like i've always i i know i've said this on the podcast before but early on in our relationship i developed this rule with jonathan And the rule was, the person to whom it is more important gets his or her way. Because sometimes, you don't like something, but it's so much less important to you than it is to the other person. Right. That the person to whom it's more important... If you want to have a good relationship, and, you know, over the past 21 years, it has worked both ways. So it's not like... That's called picking your battles. Yeah, I think that's what you said before, too. Exactly. Somebody told me that before I got married, and I was like, you know what? I agree. Yeah, don't make everything a battle. Right. Which is what picking your battles means, of course. Like, I'm going to fight this one, so it won't be a battle. But I don't know. So for me, like, and again, I'll just put it in the context of my teenage daughter. Like, 
it's more important to me that we not listen to this song because of the message she feels it sends in the world right. than for me to listen to it. I mean, it's one Christmas song. It isn't that important to me. And when I think about it in the way she framed it for me, I'm like, oh man, yeah, this kind of is a little inappropriate. Right. Um, but yes, people who don't want to think more deeply about this particular song, you know, their reaction is like, ugh. <laughs> like, can we just do something different here? Right. But I think the world is an interesting place, and so I really try to keep my mind open to understanding other points of view. Of course, do I do it perfectly? No. But anyhow, it's my work in progress. It's my 2019 growth goal. That's hard to say. Hmm. Growth goal. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. I don't know. Just a little music aside. I was going to share something that somebody else posted on Facebook, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't even, it's just this friend who happens to be a white gay male said that he thought Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, that song, like, I saw Mom, right. is more vulgar than Baby It's Cold Outside. And I thought about responding, and I was like, well, I'm not sure either song is vulgar, per se, but um, I was like, I'm not going to dive into this, because maybe there's some, like, he's kind of tongue-in-cheek, like, since I'm homosexual, I don't need to see heterosexuals kissing type okay, thing, yes. so I didn't want to open it up, but I was going to share, like, well, this is what my teenager explained to me, and I'm like, really, mommy kissing Santa Claus, everybody knows Santa Claus is daddy, and right. mommy and daddy kiss, right. so that's actually very traditional from a heterosexual perspective. Right. Anyhow, all right. That was, that was my music foray. Excellent. Yes, but there is one other thing that I wanted to cover on this podcast. But actually, since we're talking about music and singing, I should just share my research there. Okay. Okay. Because we were talking about, are there any legal issues for me recording Naomi singing? Yes. And she won't sing for me. <laughs> and I asked over Christmas, will you sing for me? And could I record it? No. So, well, we will be in Massachusetts. So I may be out of luck. Oh. Ma recording laws in Massachusetts. Massachusetts wiretapping law, often referred to as a, quote, two-party consent law. More accurately, Massachusetts makes it a crime to secretly record a conversation, whether the conversation is in person or taking place by telephone or another medium. Well, if I'm recording a song, is a song a conversation? But anyway, that Massachusetts is not friendly to my secretly recording Naomi efforts. <laughs> However, here in Georgia... Georgia's wiretapping law is a, quote, one-party consent law for purposes of making audio recordings of conversations. Georgia makes it a crime to secretly record a phone call or in-person conversation, quote, originating in any private place, end quote, unless one party to the conversation consents. So that's actually a more lenient rule. Like, I'm a party to this conversation, so I consent to it being recorded. If you don't, Marissa, too bad. Yeah. And vice versa. SOL. So, actually, really, and, you know, if we're out in public recording, like, if we're at a restaurant, for example, or a bar, and we decide to record, mm -hmm. well, that's not a private place. You don't have an expectation of privacy there, necessarily, so no. I think we can just go around and start recording people. <laughs> we're not going to do that. Don't worry. I we think it's very uh, serendipitous. Yes. That you brought up this conversation 
after I had a conversation with you earlier in the car about, about certain people talking oh, yes. about other people in the office, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So yeah, see, now you know the law here, so boom. And it works for me. It does. It works in your favor. <laughs> uh, Georgia, you're on my mind sometimes. <laughs> Georgia. That's about all I know. I can't even go. I would get so far off key, I'm not going to keep singing. What I am going to do is knock this out so that we can end eventually on a on an upscale note. But we were talking about Lean In and Sheryl Sandberg and Michelle Obama on her Becoming Book Tour. And I was like shocked that you had never heard of this book. And though I said I didn't read it. Jonathan read it and that was shocking. But for anybody else who doesn't know, so Michelle Obama said, quote, that Lean In shit doesn't always work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually think is a true statement. However, what is that lean-in shit? Well, here you go. Facebook COO Sheryl Sandberg describes how and why gender inequality continues to operate in the modern workforce and offers advice for women seeking to balance a career and family. Ultimately, Sandberg argues that full equality will only come about when women, quote, lean in, pushing past their own fears and misgivings to demand equal opportunity and treatment. Sandberg argues that it is possible for women to strike a successful balance, particularly if they are willing to be flexible with their career plans and open about their thoughts and feelings. Having a mentor can also help, though Sandberg cautions women against becoming overly dependent on the help of others. Sandberg moves on to discuss strategies for balancing work and family life. Sandberg suggests that many of the problems women face in this regard are, again, the result of internalized biases. Women hear that achieving both personal and professional success is impossible and alter their expectations and response, ultimately setting themselves up for failure. However, since it is true that women bear the brunt of housework and childcare, Sandberg recommends that women be proactive about seeking support from their partners, as well as being willing to compromise on their goals when life becomes too overwhelming. Sandberg wraps her argument up by urging women to speak out about gender inequality when they encounter it and to support the choices their fellow women make. Returning to the claim she made near the beginning of Lean In, Sandberg says that when women finally achieve parity in the most powerful levels of society, they will put in place new female-friendly policies to help ensure that, quote, this next wave can be the last wave. And that long summary is courtesy of a website called www.supersummary.com Can you believe that this lean-in book actually has like study guide materials attached to it? Um, uh, yeah. I can. Okay, I could not. (laughs) But there you go. So that's what lean-in is about. I think I got the high level right. I was like, oh, it's about family work-life balance. Yeah. Boring. Same old story. It literally is the same old story. I mean, I don't... I Yeah, so... Anyway, we're living it. Well, yeah, I guess we are successfully. I don't know. I'm fine. Yep. I'm good. Yep. Was there a period of life, my life where I wasn't good? Yes. Maybe. But, like, we, we've talked about this. I don't know if it was on our walk, but I've just, I'm looking at my life through the life lens, not through the day-to-day lens or the year lens. Like, gotcha. there are some years where my work-life balance wasn't as great. Right. It's great now. And that's all that matters, really. Day to day. No. Life. (laughs) 
day to day. I just told you I don't look at the day to day frame. You should. No, that's too depressing. Then if one day I don't accomplish everything I need or to do or stuff is out of balance, then it can feel like much bigger than it is. And to me, if I look over the course of my life, it's great. But if I look day to day, then I'm then I'm micro. See, I'm the opposite. If I look too far out, then I get a little worried. Ah, that I'm well, not, I'm not looking out. I'm looking back. Oh. <laughs> I'm patting myself on the back. I'm like, look at how much I've. I'm 45 years old. Look at everything I've done in my life. 45. Look at everything I've accomplished. This is so great. You know, and then if I look at the other day, I'm like, gee, diet. All I did was drive kids around. I barely got any work done. This stinks. But you can't look back. No, of course you... Well, all right. All right. You don't look back with regret. You look back with appreciation. Okay. Yeah. All right. Reflecting on how awesome I've been for the first 45 years gives me hope for the next 45. There you go. You know, since we're going this way, we should totally be running into Trader Joe's for wine. I'm just saying. I can't. You should. I'm on a time. Although, I just so you know, I, I went the other day and spent $100. Ah, boo I'm hiss. stocked up, but your Vouvre is there. All right, just it's drop me bottom. off and I'll walk home. <laughs> it's on the bottom shelf to the left. There are a the lot French, of shelves there. In the in the French section. The French section, okay. At least well, that's where we'll I remember see if it's it. there because I ain't coming back out in this weather. I'll tell oh. you that much. <laughs> Unless I have to drive a kid oh. somewhere, but my driving would take me north. Oh my gosh. So I told you, right, that this mom who wasn't paying attention drove her SUV through the window at the gym. That is crazy. Yeah, it's super annoying, too, because the owner of the gym, you know, is, like, sending out information about, like, what they could use help with. Like, Mm -hmm. because they really have to do a good job cleaning, making sure all the glass is cleaned up. And I'm like, screw this shit. That woman and her family should be paying for professional level cleaning. Yeah, why to come in and do this? Why is this responsible yeah. for anything? Why do why do we have to know you know rally accident, but still. and do a subpar job? So I'm debating saying something to the coach like you know, from a legal liability perspective, I think that you probably really want to have this family pay for professional cleanup. Yeah, you should because frankly, now if these. If us, the amateurs, don't do a good job and some kid ends up, like, cutting her foot on Mm -hmm. a piece of glass, I mean, you're going to be in trouble. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I have to think about that because people don't always appreciate it when lawyers tell them stuff. So. (laughs) Yeah. But I do think maybe I will shoot her a quick text and just say, you know. Uh, Tell her in person. I don't see her. Oh. And, like, if I were to drop Vivian off, I can't go in during practice and talk to her. So, oh, okay. yeah, there's a there's a communication rule in place. Oh. So, hmm. um, and besides, I like to have things in writing so I can go back and reference them. That's a good them. point. Yeah. Yep. I'm as with a, you. As a lawyer, I do that all the time. Yeah, I've done that more and more and more mm-hmm. over the as years. As you should. Yep. So, by the way, Jonathan is actively listening to our podcast in the car now when he drives. Oh, it's pretty funny, and he's coming home and telling me about it. <laughs> he's like, "Oh my gosh, when you guys said that!" <laughs> or he's like, "Now I want licorice." Yeah. Oh, that's 
I thought about bringing it in the car with me today, but I was like, I don't know what Riss's like morning licorice eating philosophy is. I lo- so I like what is it? All day long. All day long, baby. <laughs> Just only so many pieces so we don't have a heart attack. I know. I have so many to sample, though. I, I know that. How can... many bags did you purchase? I don't know. A no, half you dozen? have to know. Well, they're bags? not all bags. Of one kind of licorice, I actually have multiple bags. That's how they sold it. I have did a couple Did you get the tubs. one from Denmark or wherever that is? Or I did. I did. But I ate that already. That was, was a while it? ago. It was great. You oh. wouldn't like it, I think. Why? Well, because you don't like the saltier licorice. I've never had it. Oh, well, I have another licorice from that company in Denmark. Okay. But I couldn't get the same one, which the other one was literally just like, <coughs> bless you. Thank you. Salty licorice, but this one is like habanero. Oh. So it's not my favorite. But Yeah. I don't know that I would like habanero. Why'd you order that? It was the only one available. Oh, shit. It's hard. Amazon, Very popular. Amazon doesn't always stock stuff the way I want, Riss. That, you, that's something you should write about. You I should. You should complain to them. I probably have spent more time on Amazon chat than your average person complaining oh. about things. Like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. More, it's like, uh, this wasn't delivered, or you said this was delivered here, and that was a lie. Right. Go hold your carriers responsible. That's what I have to say. <laughs> but anywho, well, I think I covered everything that I wanted to cover. Excellent. On our on our walk wrap up, but. I just hope that we that we know that we should always be able to talk politics. Oh yeah. So I mean, just not the whole time. Well, unless it like really warrants it. Okay. I will accept <laughs> that. I don't know. I don't think we've ever talked about it the whole time. No. Well, no. No. Not the whole time. Well, first of all, this episode. I mean, you were applauding us at the end of our walk that we didn't talk politics. So there's an example of where we definitely didn't talk about it the whole time. Oh, look at that. There you go. <laughs> we look hard enough for us. We can find anything. Yeah, we can. Um, this is the last thing I will say that's, I guess, politics because it's government. But, um, you know, one of the things, and I think it was mentioned in this video that you're going to go back and look at is... You know, Trump is threatening a government shutdown if he doesn't get his funding for the wall. Mm -hmm. And so I do just think it's funny. Like, first of all, I think people across the political spectrum, there's people across the political spectrum that don't want the wall or don't want America to pay for it because Trump has always been saying Mexico is going to pay for the wall. So if Mexico is going to pay for the wall, why is he threatening to shut down the government if we, the taxpayers, now don't pay for the wall? Right, that's kind of that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And he said, "I am proud to shut down the government for border security." So that got me thinking. I'm like, "Does the CBP? They're part of the federal government. Do they actually work if the mm. government is shut down?" And so I, I, of course, investigated this, and I learned. So if you're considered essential federal personnel employees, you you have to show up for work even though you aren't getting paid. Oh, yeah, that hurts, right? The rest of the people are furloughed. Furloughed. Any of your furloughed? I don't like that. Sometimes you get back pay. Um, but I don't know if furloughed people. I don't know if they get back pay. Like, supposedly, you know, once the government reopened, these people, the CPB, CBP, 
Customs Border Patrol or Protection or something, mm-hmm. then they would get paid. But, like, right now, if the government shuts down, whatever their next paycheck is, they ain't getting it. Oh, wow. So then I thought, well... I can't dude, go. Dude, pay You're attention, you idiot. Thank you. Because he's on his phone. <laughs> Although I did see something I... Chris loves watching the show, Tucker Carlson. He's on Fox <laughs> News. And he does make me chuckle from time to time. But uh-huh. that's the only Fox that I allow on at night. Murphy Brown made fun of him last night on her show. Oh, I might have to watch it. <laughs> but he had on a guest. It was a former mayor in Israel. Mm-hmm. And um, he had actually been uh, part of building the wall that exists right now. In okay, yes, between like Gaza. Yes. And <clears throat> yeah. And he wrote a book about it and blah, blah, blah. But he was for, he, he was saying to Tucker Carlson that the American people should be for building a wall. Um, that wall is much smaller. Yeah, than by the way. Our wall. And then what I saw, <laughs> this was very interesting. I just saw it on the blip in the news. I don't think it was this morning. It might be yesterday. That Mexico is now interested in building a wall on their southern side to keep out the, um, uh, the Guatemalans and the and, oh. and the Nicaraguans and I thought, oh, that's that's interesting. That's wow. very interesting. Well, they're like maybe the Americans are onto something here with their wall. Talk. Right, right. <laughs> well, oh, it's a mess. In this video, though, Trump actually said he's like his vision of the wall seems to have changed because he's like, we don't need a wall everywhere. There's just certain places we need a wall. Oh, yeah, he's been backpedaling a lot. I don't know. He peddles a lot of stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. another one in the books, Riss. Good job, Babs. Good job, Riss. Thanks for... I was able to drive and talk at the I same know. time. And my mind was blown while I was driving, and we still got And we safe. got here. We got here. We're awesome. <laughs> all right. Bye for now. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What? I just have to mention something. Oh, yeah. Look at all that mint on your front porch. It's dead. It's, it's dead? I think so. It looks like it's alive. Maybe it came back to life. Um, it got very waxy during the freeze, okay. and I was just like, "Oh, I'll have to pull this up at some point." You know, it looks pretty good. You should try. You should take it in and put it in water and harvest it, and then you could have it with like mojitos and stuff. That sounds like a field trip to my house that I need you to take to help me do that. You're talking about a lot of things I don't know: transplanting inside water. Okay. I basically got you at mojitos. <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe if and when we hang out soon, which we will, I will do it for you and I will come over and show you what I'm talking about. Yeah. What do I, what alcohol do I need to have? Uh, mojitos, I think is vodka, isn't it? Or is it rum? Well, I I think it's rum. It's rum. I think it's rum. Okay. They're very good though. I love mojitos. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll look in our free the tipple book. Okay. It's got to be a mojito recipe. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's what you have to do is you have to take the mint and some sugar you need to muddle it. Muddle it, yep. I don't know where my muddler is. Oh, boy. I haven't had one in a long time. I used to have a nice, like, jade one or marble one, but I don't have one. It went with the glass that was broken. Probably. Both. Yes. It was a conspiracy. <laughs> I think it is a real conspiracy. Conspiracy to rob me <laughs> of my happy places. So. People. People. All right, let me make sure I have everything here. You have everything. Oh, look at those little shoes you got on. Are those They're boots? rain boots. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, are we ready to say bye for yeah. now? Yeah. Goodbye for now. Bye for now.
If you liked what you heard, please follow us on Facebook, A Walk in the Park, on Twitter, at A Wit Podcast, on Instagram, A Walk in the Park Podcast, and eventually on YouTube when we get our channel set up. For now, you can head on over to our website, www.awitpodcast.com, to access everything. Wherever you find us that you can like, follow, and or subscribe, please do so. We'll be your best friends. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be your best friends. I mean it. We mean it. (laughs) All right. Bye.